Hey, it's Mirna from Happiness Academy. Welcome to the Happiness Academy podcast, a place where you can discover practical, simple, yet effective tools from the science of positive psychology. You're at the right place if you're looking to live a life of well-being and joy, staying resilient when facing any challenges, and incorporating a sense of meaning in things you do. Ready? Let's dive in. Today, I am exploring the topic of how can flow, the state of full immersion, full engagement, help us prevent burnout for ourselves or for our employees, people in our organization, our colleagues. Now, before I hit it off with flow and diving deep into the flow, I do want to put a little disclaimer. And that is, when you experience burnout already, or when somebody experiences burnout already, there is no longer time to be chasing for flow and trying to build a state of flow. And flow is not the best way to be recovering when burnout already happens. Instead, in that situation, what we wanna build is to find a way to protect the person from the stress that led to burnout and to deal with the consequences, basically allowing them more space from stressor, allowing them more relaxation, allowing for time off, and in a way healing the consequences of burnout. And that's difficult to heal, it takes time to heal, so no rush on that one. Maybe another podcast can be about that one, but today what I want to talk about is the prevention of a burnout, is how to stay in that state when we are driven and motivated and active and doing a lot, maybe occasionally stressed as well, yet still with the help of state of flow, we can maintain that motivation without pushing us into the burnout and without ending up in the burnout. Now, I do want to say there are a few different ways also to work with protecting people from burnout, and that can be through building individual and organizational resilience, resilience to stress, resilience to uh, big challenges and so on, and also working on uh, both organizational culture and individual skill of recharging well. So working with different types of rest and recharge, providing time and the right rhythm and opportunity to disconnect and rest and recharge. For these topics, resilience, hopefully I'll talk in another podcast or get in touch if you want to dive deeper into that one. I can recommend many other resources. For rest and recharge, I recorded another podcast called Seven Types of Rest. Um, You can definitely check that one out to explore it more. And I can also recommend the book, The Power of Full Engagement. So when we work on prevention of burnout and on maintaining healthy dose of, of resilience and energy, these are some of the connected topics that might be very worth exploring. But today, the topic we're exploring is the topic of how can flow as a state of full engagement, full immersion in things we're doing, while also challenging ourselves and aiming high and performing high, how can that state also protect us from a burnout? So first of all, this is an amazing topic to explore for somebody who is in a place where you feel driven and motivated, but perhaps pushing a little bit too hard or pushing hard for a little bit too long time. So the moment when you maybe feel overwhelmed, the moment when you maybe feel tired and oversaturated with work and stimuli and challenges, any of these. It could also be the moment when you feel that 
or like the stress is high and you don't know anymore how not to be in this super fast and super active state and you don't know anymore how to disconnect and recharge or the moment when you feel your motivation and energy is dropping a little bit and you're starting to feel irritable and kind of not feeling so positive about things anymore. Any of these places, super driven for too long, a bit irritable, motivation dropping, tired, overwhelmed, any of these places are great place to ensure and start building mechanisms to protect your energy uh, from burnout. And one of the ways we can approach that is by building more state of flow into our life. So today I'll talk a little bit about what is flow and some of the different ways why um, it helps us against burnout. How is it relevant? How is it important? Uh, how can it help us with that? And then just a little bit of practical tips, although also how we can work with it in practice. If you're fishing more for practical tips and tools on flow, I did record another podcast on that. I will link it also in this episode. Um, and I'm also delivering regularly an amazing online course in eight online modules of two hours called Deep Dive into Flow, where we explore the practical side and tools for flow really deep in a way that you can implement them and use them for yourself individually or for others in your organization. But today, let's start with what flow is. Flow is that state of deep immersion, of feeling in the zone, of being very present in the activity that we are doing, deeply focused, working on something that's challenging to us, but working on it in enjoyable, confident, um, positive way, where we feel like we are doing well, we are succeeding in this activity, even though at the same time it's mildly challenging for us and it's keeping our attention a little bit high. It is different than state of pressure or feeling very driven or feeling really mo very motivated because in state of feeling driven and achievement oriented, we are very, very focused on a goal itself and we are putting a lot of pressure on achieving that final goal. While in flow, we have a goal ahead, but we stay much more present and focused in the process of working and achieving that goal and every step on the way, we are immersed in the process, we enjoy process more um, and we're simply more focused and present with it. And that drains our energy less and that creates less stress and pressure and makes the whole process of working on it more enjoyable. So flow usually happens when we work on something meaningful that's also a little bit difficult for us. Um, and again, when we are very focused and very present in that state. Now, why would that state in any way be helpful or, you know, being protecting us against the burnout? There are several reasons. I'll name, I think, five or six of them today. Um, let's start with this one. Our focus. When our focus is towards something that is much, much, much more beneficial for our mental state, for our well-being, then when we are focusing away from something. What do I mean by that? When we are pulled in by meaningful goal, by meaningful activity, by enjoying something that we are doing, by focusing on something where we are trying to get in a positive way, that is something that makes us motivated, that recharges us, that drives us in a positive way and does not drain um, our energy so much. And at the same time, it helps us to disconnect from overthinking, 
from other stresses around us, from distractions, from anything else that is draining our energy as a side thing. On the other hand, when we are focusing away from something, that's usually mean we are running away from fear of failure, from stress, um, from some sort of pressure, from, uh, yeah, from being afraid that things will not go well in some way. And when we have motivation away, that motivation is much more putting us in state of negative emotions and that drains our energy much more. The risk feels higher, the pressure feels higher, but also there is less positive motivation to build. That is why um, the first reason why flow is so beneficial against the burnout is because in flow, we are strongly focusing on the positive goal, on something we wanna achieve, create, experience within this activity that we are doing and not on achievement-oriented goal in sense, what are we trying to get away from? What are we trying to um, avoid as a mistake? And that makes a huge difference in terms of our energy, in terms of our motivation, and in terms of not experiencing burnout. Number two. <laughs> Number two is reduced stress. When we are in flow, even though um, goal ahead of us can be slightly challenging, it is usually not experienced as being stressful. Why? Because we feel confident in our abilities to deal with that challenge, that's one of the main characteristics of state of flow. We feel resilient, we feel strong, and even and we feel fully focused and like truly working on this. And even though the goal is slightly challenging, we are not feeling stressed about it. Instead, we are feeling kind of flowing towards it and advancing towards it positively. This is huge because continuous stress and overwhelm and these background thoughts when we are thinking, oh, are we going to succeed or not? And um, are we going to make something within deadline or within certain criteria? These thoughts and this stress and this overthinking is one of the main drains around it, on our energy and one of the main preventers of quality renewal for ourselves. That means that when we remove that and it flow, it kind of fades away naturally due to our positive, fully immersed focus. So when we remove that, we actually, big, big part of, um, of us actually is protected from the burnout in that way. Now, the reason number three, how flow works against burnout. It is through positive emotions. Positive emotions are quite present in the state of flow, not always in every second. Sometimes it's more about focus, but very often they're present. Emotions like being immersed, uh, being curious about things, uh, being engaged, uh, being at awe about how well we are doing something, being proud of how we're succeeding in something, gratitude as well. So many different positive emotions show up in the state of flow. And positive emotions, are very different for our energy and mindset than uncomfortable emotions. Uncomfortable emotions, so like anger or stress or fear or anxiety, they all drain our energy and have negative impact physically and psychologically um, on our energy. We are more tight in the body, we spend more energy, we're more rigid in a way, um, and in general, um, negative emotions take away a lot from us. But positive emotions, on the other hand, literally serve as biological antidote to all the negative effects 
uh, of negative emotions. So they, in a way, relax our body, they strengthen our immunity, they help us build our resources, they make us more open, creative, curious, more open to connect with others and ask for support, um, more confident in a way, and in general, just feeling better, feeling more stable. And this emotional impact on our energy means that when we're experiencing more positive emotions, such as in state of flow, that we're also much better with renewing our energy and with kind of refreshing our energy and with keeping it high. Now, are you ready for number four? For reason number four, I'll go through five of them. So for reason number four, why flow helps and how flow helps us protect us from burnout. It also protects us through this sense of control. In flow, because we feel, or even though we feel challenge ahead of us is high, we also feel confident in our own skill or maybe our support and our resources that we have. And we're confident that we're getting ahead towards the challenge. And we feel a certain sense of control because our success within the goal that we're trying to achieve directly depends on our skills and abilities and the effort we put in. That gives us a certain sense of control. And sense of control is huge in terms of burnout. Not maybe control like control freak and over controlling, but more from the perspective of having an impact on a situation and how things we do make a difference and how if we act carefully and in a focused way and in proactive way that that actually makes a difference. This kind of sense of control is the opposite of feeling helpless and hopeless. And feeling helpless and hopeless are one of the worst things that contribute to burnout because in a way they drain our energy, they demotivate us, um, they make us frustrated and they give us a feeling that whatever we do, it will not make a difference. And in that way, they make us very passive uh, and feeling like we're fighting the, the windmills and like nothing we do makes sense. And that's a huge drainer and huge demotivator. So the feeling within flow that at least within this activity, we're experiencing the sense of control, the sense of advancement, the sense of being active player in things that we are doing is huge for our confidence and for our ability uh, to deal psychologically well with the situation. Hope that makes sense. If it doesn't, let me know. <laughs> no, you can always um, share your thoughts, experiences, questions, being it in the comments of this uh, podcast or YouTube video, but also um, the easiest way to reach me is if you're on Happiness Academy newsletter, the one I send every Thursday with many tips and materials with positive psychology um, tools. Uh, the easiest way to reach me is to reply to any of those newsletters. They come directly from my email and to let me know of any questions, comments, doubts, thoughts on any of the things I shared. I'm also linking the newsletter in this podcast episode. So if you're not there yet, do join. Um, now, if that's all clear, we can continue. Another thing that, that uh, Flow gives us is uh, the fifth one and the last one that helps us with the burnout is on one side, the sense of enhanced, enhanced performance. So in flow, we are doing well, we are performing well, it's pulling us in, uh, in a focused way, and that leads us to perform well. And those good results keep on in turn feeding our confidence and makes us feel good about what we achieve and create. And that kind of drives our motivation further and further. And while there is healthy motivation, that's kind of against the burnout as well. 
And the other thing related to it is this sense of engagement and fulfillment. Maybe even the most important thing that flow gives us as sort of a protection against burnout is this deep sense of feeling engaged, feeling fulfilled, feeling motivated. Not in a way that we are under pressure and pushed and, and driven and, and, and challenged, that we have to survive in this fight or flight mode, but in a really in a way that we are challenged through feeling engaged, curious, fulfilled with true motivation of wanting to experience and achieve uh, this thing that we're engaging with. And that kind of engagement is really healthy for our motivation, for our energy, um, for our positive emotions. And with that, it's really in opposition with the feeling of being detached, demotivated, overpressured, that is typical as something that leads us towards the burnout. Now, I hope this gave you uh, some good um, tips and ideas. I do want to put a little disclaimer, make no mistake, even though flow experiences can be a great protection against burnout, and if we have more flow, it's less likely we will ever reach burnout. And in that way, they can be better than just relaxed and chill moment. That does not mean that we don't need to also balance them out with relaxation and more passive forms of recharge and different ways of recovery. Especially once we engage in quite challenging situations, we do want to also balance that out with some more passive moments and more chill and more relaxation. However, flow can be foundation, truly a foundation of our well-being, and most of time at our work, uh, at our work can be spent in flow and maintaining that solid foundation. And we won't need as much recharge, relaxation and passive rest as we need when we are really in this pressure mode and fight or flight mode. Um, flow leaves us with much better energy and with ability to recharge much faster and much more effectively. Now, I know, I know what you're going to ask now. So how, how do we get more of flow? How do we feel, uh, build uh, more of that? I will give three very quick and short tips here. And then I will also direct you to another podcast or maybe a, um, a flow course uh, if you want to dive in deeper. So first tip to have more flow, find out where you have it in life already and see how to strengthen that and implement that even more. Start from where it exists already and start growing it from there. It's much easier than looking for the darkest place and then trying to fix it. So start from where you are. Second, look for the sweet spot where in activities that you do, you feel challenged, but also confident that you can um, achieve that challenge successfully um, if you maintain some level of focus and, and effort. That's a sweet spot where flow pulls you in. That's the first and most important criteria for flow. And then the third thing, uh, flow cannot happen in an activity if you don't have a certain goal for that activity. And it's not necessary to be very achievement focused on that goal, but you do need a goal that you're kind of focusing on and some sort of feedback. Am I progressing towards that goal and a clear protected focus that while you're working towards that goal, you can truly focus on things you're doing without many distractions. So apart from building from where it's strong already and looking for that sweet spot between cha challenged yet also confident, the third thing to keep in mind is for each activity where you want to have more goal, make sure you have clear goals, clear feedback. Are you progressing towards that, those goals and um, 
uh, protected focus. Now, to discover more on how to build more flow and tools and tips, I recorded another podcast recently where I really give you more practical side of working on building more flow. Uh, so I will link that one in this podcast episode. And I do also want to invite you, if you want to work on this topic deeper, being it for yourself or for others around you, um, do join me at the virtual course that I do on Happiness Academy more or less every year which is eight modules course called Deep Dive into Flow. On Deep Dive into Flow, we have eight weeks with two hours module each week. And in this two hours module, you learn many new tools and practical tips how to have more flow, but you also try them out in practice and discuss in an environment of small, positive, inspiring group um, how can you, you know, implement these even more? What might be some challenges in implementing these tools? So you get a lot of tools, but also a lot of practice, a lot of ideas, a lot of feedback, um, also different tips from me. And through eight weeks, you're truly building the journey of how to strengthen flow in your life and life of others. So if you want to have more flow, build more, more flow, start with this podcast, but do also join me on the course because these topics, it's not enough to get some ideas for them. You really need to also practice them, put them in practice, have some accountability, uh, have some consistency in implementing them deeply. I hope you will join me there. And if not, I will see you in one of the next podcasts coming up soon with many more exciting topics. In the meantime, if you have some other topics you would like to hear about, some questions, thoughts to share, get in touch. You can get in touch through Happiness Academy Instagram. You can get in touch in, uh, in um, comments of any of the videos or podcasts. But the best way to reach me is if you are on the weekly Happiness Academy newsletter to hit reply to any of those newsletters and share your thoughts long and wide, including any questions. Thank you for being with me today and go do some flow. <laughs> Thank you for exploring this topic with me. I hope you found some exciting ideas and tools that you will use already today. Remember, they only work if you put them in practice, but then they make all the difference. If you like Happiness Academy podcast, do leave us a rating and a review. It will be really helpful. And if you haven't done it yet, click on the links in the episode description to discover free materials and valuable resources to dive in deeper. See you in the next episode or at the Happiness Academy newsletter.